Welcome to the DEI Discussions podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire financial technology industry. Today, we are joined by Courtney Brown, Sales and Operations Manager at Roofstock on Chain. Roofstock on Chain is the Web3 subsidiary of Roofstock, and Roofstock is building the world's leading real estate investment marketplace. She is here today to share how she walks the talk for inclusion in our sector and what more she wants done. Courtney, it is great to have you with us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Excited. Yeah, me too. So tell us a bit more about Roofstock on Chain and its mission. Yeah, so Roofstock on Chain is a very small subsidiary of Roofstock itself. The mission behind Roofstock is to make real estate investing accessible for everyone, whether it's a remote investor or someone in the States that just can't access the property physically. We give all the tools to investors being property management, insurance companies, rehab scopes, we give those tools to the investors so they feel comfortable investing in that property. We also have tons of data analytics on our end that help them feel comfortable making that investment as well. So on-chain is separate from, not separate, but we are under the umbrella of Roofstock where we are actually using Web3 technology for our buyers to purchase these homes. So we are very innovative in the space where we are changing the way that people can purchase homes using blockchain technology. Typically what happens is our buyers purchase a home within one click using a digital wallet. So instead of the traditional 30 to 60 day escrow period that people endure, it's literally a one day home purchase. Wow, that's amazing, isn't it? Like moving it from 30 to 60 days all the way down to one. It's just brilliant. And tell us how you got into Roofstock on Chain. Tell us about your job, your career journey. It'd be great to learn more. Yeah, so I have always been passionate about real estate. Oddly enough, I got my real estate license in California when I was very young. I was 20 years old and I was going to school for dental hygiene of all things. So I actually, I remember being 20 years old, I had a house in contract and I was doing my clinicals, but also taking breaks to go write contracts on the side. And I realized, you know what, this is what I want to do. This is where I'm thriving. This is what I love. So I really dove into the real estate journey. When the market was not so great in 2008, I decided to play a little bit of role in the lending world. And so I did that. That was great. But my passion was real estate and houses and giving that journey to people and kind of changing people's lives with home purchases. So I have been in real estate for about 16, 17 years now. I've loved every single aspect of it. I've done real estate development on commercial asset classes, hotel development, a lot of diversity in asset classes. About three years ago, I found myself looking for something a little bit more appealing to a work-life balance. I had not worked in a remote position. This was right around COVID. So I saw the opportunity to take a position with Roofstock. I'd never worked in a tech environment. I will say this is by far like my creme de la creme that I thrive in right here. It's super fast paced. I love it. I can't really ever see myself going back into, call it the non-tech traditional world over here. So 
I was managing the retail marketplace over here for two years. And then I had the opportunity to join blockchain, knew nothing about it. I really kind of dove in headfirst, went down the rabbit hole. And I don't think I would ever again go out of Web3 at this point. <laughs> that is uh, such a wonderful way to describe the industry and, and your career yes. journey. And I love how that career journey has come to this point. And I love that you're talking about the pace and and you're so energetic and excited about talking about your role. Um, and that's everything that I love within this industry. So it kind of takes me to my question around the industry and what makes it such a great place to work. I know you've mentioned pace there. Um, yeah. I'd, I'd love to hear a bit more. Yeah, for me personally, it's it's almost like you get a, a job that's not whatever you want to call it. It's not a tech, it's non-traditional, or it is traditional. And you just kind of get stuck in this cookie cutter box and you're not allowed to do this and you can't do that. And so you're you're just kind of going through the daily grind. What I find here within my role and what I'm doing is we can have these ideas, big or small, whatever they are. You kind of prove the concept, you break things, you fix it, you keep going. It's almost like the sky's the limit and you can keep pioneering for that innovation that you want to see happen and no one's really holding you back. What a wonderful way to describe it, the sky's the limit, because that really is a perfect way of describing how there is limitless innovation and creation. I say limitless, there's regulation, but, you know, <laughs> in terms of like where it can go, like in the last five years, it's just absolutely flown forward in terms of opportunity. So tell us a little bit about how that all comes together and how it works on a day-to-day -day basis, because I know you work in a small team and collaboration is super important to you. How do you and your teammate bring together complementary skills? Yes. Great question. I love this question so much. So I work on a very small team. There's two to three of us. The third person is he does his own thing on engineering, but it's really Sanjay and myself. And I, I truly believe that we are very yin and yang energy with each other. We both have ideas. We can bring each other in when they're a little bit too outlandish, but we also are very nurturing in the sense that we kind of support each other wholeheartedly where if we want to do something, it's like, okay, how can we get this done? Let's do it together. What do you need from me? How can I help you? It's a very, very supportive. I've never once felt that I wasn't supported on the team. We wear a ton of different hats. And I think everyone is very, very respectful of that, that it's almost we are working as hard as we can to do what we can, being that we are a small team. And for the most part, we have gotten more things done being so small than having, you know, a million different opinions coming at you. And it's more so just putting your head down, getting the work done and being supportive of each other. It's really interesting that you share it in such a way, complementary skills, listening to one another, collaborating, being able to you know, share your thoughts on different subjects and then just getting that work done and putting your Absolutely. head down. And I think that, you know, this is, is super linked to you know, what's happening in the industry around inclusion and, and that diversity of thought and perspective. And I wanted to ask you your opinion on this. How important do you think championing that inclusion in the workplace is? And how far do you think we've come as an industry? 
Yeah. I mean, it's of the utmost importance. I would hate for someone to, I've, I've worked on larger teams before and I would hate for someone to not have a voice or feel like they don't have a voice. I think everyone should be supported in such a way that they feel like they really have a mark on their place and where they are in the workforce. Um, I think that everyone has great ideas. And I think everyone as leaders in the industry, we have to be able to listen just as much as we have to be able to kind of implement those ideas. And I think that the more that you collaborate with people, the more you're going to find out about them, yourself, their journey, and all of this kind of ties into the workplace and how it makes people thrive in general. Yeah, absolutely. And again, very linked to my next question around your thoughts about Web3 and what it is doing to encourage more diversity into this space. Yeah, Web3 is just a, Web3 is a wild, wild west in in good ways, in bad ways. But I do feel like Web3 has such a large opportunity and it's something that really resonated with me as well and made me want to thrive in the Web3 community. No one's an expert over here. So people can say that they're experts. It hasn't been around long enough for people to be true experts. It's not like traditional finance. Things are changing rapidly every single week. So I think that there's huge opportunity just in Web3 itself to kind of champion yourself. Like I said, people are, I go to these Web3 communities and instead of being in suits and button downs, everybody is their true authentic self. And I really, really love that so much. The first one that I went to, I was like, wow, I I feel at home. And it's also people championing ideas. Same thing that I mentioned before, we break things, we rebuild, we figure out what works, what doesn't work. And it's almost as though the community is so invested in the community itself and members of the community that we all want to see each other thrive. It's crazy to me that when I have these calls with other Web3 communities, they truly are like, how can we help you? How can we make you scale? Everybody is kind of, I mean, obviously I'm not going to say everybody, there's, there's some that don't do this, but It is a very tight-knit community where everybody wants to see each other thrive, and we truly want the Web3 community to grow. And what a wonderful sentiment that's within that community. My last question, whenever I open up these podcasts, I always say we're here today to walk the talk for change. And that phrase, walk the talk, is about all of us, not just talking about inclusion every day within our workplaces, but everybody getting involved in how that inclusion actually takes place. So when you look into our industry and you see the environment that that everybody is working in, what would you like to see more of from people for genuine workplace inclusion? I'd love to see everyone just raising their hands with their ideas, whether they think that it's a bad idea, a crazy idea, off the wall, whatever it is. I'd love people to just feel like their voice is heard and they they have that confidence within themselves to voice their ideas or whatever it may be. I feel like listening again, communication, collaboration is such a powerful tool that not a lot of people understand. And I feel like we can all learn something from each other regardless of what it is. So again, just if people could speak up more and then on the same hand, listen more, that would be in my world, a perfect kind of ideal situation. 
And that's definitely seems to have been a thread throughout the whole of this podcast, this this real and true ability to listen to what somebody's saying. And I've really taken that on board today with everything that you said. Your career has been absolutely fascinating to hear how it's grown. I can't wait to see what happens next. It's super exciting to learn about Web3. And thank you for joining us on the DEI Discussions podcast series. Thank you so much for having me.